You're listening to ONA On Air, a podcast from the Online News Association. I'm Ben Elman. Reddit is an enormous, bustling community. Users can make a subsite for anything they're interested in. For any topic you can think of, you'll find a community of hundreds, if not thousands, of Redditors already deep in conversation. It can be an amazing place for reporters to source stories and engage with people reading their work. But first, you have to take some time to learn the rules. This was one of the points of discussion during a session at the ONA 19 conference in New Orleans. For more on that, I tracked down Alex Batachik, audience editor at USA Today. Alex, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's my first podcast. So how did USA Today get started on Reddit? So it was um, definitely a place where we knew our content was being shared. Um, We could see it in referral traffic back to the website, but... um, we didn't really know what was happening with it once it was shared. We weren't paying any attention to the conversation happening in some of those threads. And uh, sometimes questions were being asked to further the reporting. And we knew it was an opportunity to engage with the audience. We um, basically just launched a user profile. I believe it was maybe two or three years ago, Reddit allowed news publishers into the platform. And they also created a partnerships team. And once we saw that Reddit was investing in news publishers, we realized news publishers will start investing in Reddit back. So um, the stars just kind of aligned and we knew a platform where we can directly connect with engaged communities was worth our time. Reddit can be really intimidating for people who are unfamiliar with it. There's the design of the website, the culture, People often say Reddit is like drinking from a fire hose. And you actually use that to your advantage on our politics, asking about voting? Yes. Our politics is a very large community, but it's a very engaged community. And we know that every person who has subscribed to that community is interested in politics and specifically U.S. politics. So uh, when the midterm elections were coming around last um, last fall, we knew that we wanted to do some sort of activ- activation with that subreddit. So we posted a question asking people why they were voting or maybe why they weren't. And we knew that we were going to get the best responses from Reddit because they have uh, the upvoting and downvoting functionality on Reddit where the community will bubble up the best comments and replies and they will downvote the worst ones. So it actually made it pretty easy for us on that platform because so many people were saying, yes, this person's comment, so good, put it at the top. And that was easy for us to take it out. One thing that I didn't mention in the panel, but I do think it's important when you are using someone's content from Reddit, you're sourcing them. We always use embeds, but we also always reply back to that person and let them know from the branded account, let them know like, hey, your stuff was published and online, like take a look at it here. And a lot of times they'll end up sharing it out on their own personal accounts, which is pretty cool. One of the things I wonder about a lot is how do you approach people on Reddit as a journalist, knowing that a lot of people go there as their fun time. They go there to relax. They go there to get away from the world. During the panel, Gabriel Sands actually had a great analogy. One metaphor that I've used that I think is helpful for people and is also a fun one um, is to think of each community on Reddit um, like a cocktail party. Um, And that cocktail party um, has already been filled with people and they were already hanging out before you arrived. So, you know, to elaborate on what these folks have been saying about, you know, not spamming links all over, that would basically be the equivalent of throwing the doors to the party open and shouting at everyone that you'd arrived. And if someone did that, you would say, who are you? How did you get here? And maybe you should leave. What can journalists do to play nice on Reddit? I have always recommended that um, reporters create their own usernames and observe before engaging. It is really important to read the rules of subreddits, make sure you're abiding by them, look at what types of posts are being shared. Are they text posts? Are they links, photos, videos? Is there a requirement to put a certain emoji at the beginning of the post title? One of my favorite communities does have that requirement. It's a flame. If you are on Reddit, you probably know which community that is. But um, it's not a scary place. If you know that your stuff is being shared, they want to talk about it. And why would they not want to talk to you directly about it? Once you start building relationships in a subreddit, you can also get some good sources, some great story ideas. Um, You can get, using Crowdtangle, you can set up some alerts to know when your stuff is being shared and when might be a good time to start engaging based off of um, a score. But I do caution, I want to caution everyone to take the time to observe, understand 
individual communities, every single one of them operates differently. And the rules are incredibly important to read because you could get yourself in some trouble, like getting banned from a community like I was. All right, Alex, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you want to hear the rest of the session, including why Alex got banned early on, here's the whole recording of Reddit, the highly engaging content source that you may be overlooking from ONA Day One. I'm Ben Elman. This is ONA On Air. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Always nice to see a full room. Uh, my name is Gabriel Sands. I'm on the Reddit Media Partnerships team, um, and I focus on working with news and journalism partners. Um, again, thank you for being here today. Um, I'm joined by two great panelists. Um, I'll let them introduce themselves. Okay, now. Hi. <laughs> uh, my name is Haley Carell. Um, I currently run the social for the American Red Cross out of D.C., but live here in New Orleans. Um, and I'm the former audience engagement editor for the Times-Picayune, um, and have had about... 10 years of audience experience from the Washington Post to like small local outlets. Yeah. My name is Alex Patachik and I work at USA Today. I am in a pretty new role in our newsroom focused on emerging social media platforms. So I uh, roll up to the audience team and um, spend a lot of my days experimenting. Including on Reddit. <laughs> yes, plug it. Um, so just to give you a run of show, um, I'm going to talk to you all a little bit about Reddit, uh, what the opportunity looks like for news and media organizations, uh, both on the platform and especially off the platform. Um, then we're going to have a conversation about the great work uh, that Haley and Alex have been doing. Um, and then I'm going to open it up to questions, because uh, I'm sure you have questions that you'd like to ask all of us uh, as well. So here we go. What is Reddit? Uh, Reddit is a network of uh, now over 130,000 active communities. Uh, these communities are based on interests. This organizational principle is fundamental to understanding how Reddit functions differently than other social platforms. Um, other platforms are generally based on individuals. You have a profile, people follow it. On Reddit, everyone is participating in a community, and that community is going to be based on an interest or an identity or a ge geography where people are living, um, so on and so forth. Uh, these communities are run by volunteer moderators, and the communities thrive because everyone is participating and contributing in that community. Uh, there are communities for everything, and I really do mean everything. Uh, we have a community called Breadit, uh, which is all about people baking bread. It has around 150,000 people in it. Um, so really, uh, there's everything. We also have a subreddit that's bread stapled to trees, uh, which is just bread stapled to trees. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> sure. We also have lots of adorable animals. Um, so this is what a Reddit post looks like, so you can know all the moving parts. So if you look at the top left corner, we see it's a little bit small on the screen, r slash aw. That is the naming convention for all of our communities. It's going to be r forward slash, then the community name. You'll see posted by u slash Samuel Ramirez 2. Um, that is going to be the username. So r slash is a community, u slash is the user. Um, all the way on the left with the up arrow and down arrow, you will see um, the, the score of the post, which is basically the number of net upvotes that it has received. Uh, one of the defining attributes of Reddit um, is that users can upvote and downvote content, uh, thereby allowing the content that has been deemed to be the best by the community to naturally rise to the top. Um, and another very common activity on Reddit um, is going to be commenting, um, and you will see that uh, at the bottom. Um, this post I see has 17 comments, but uh, Reddit posts often will have thousands of comments. It will be a very robust conversation, um, as I'm sure many of you know. And then this is what a community will look like. Um, so in this case, we've chosen our rare puppers, a very good dog subreddit. Um, <laughs> you will see the title there. Um, all the posts are going to appear in the middle column. Um, and then on the right rail is going to be the sidebar. Um, one of the unique attributes of Reddit communities is that they have very elaborate rule systems. So Reddit obviously has you know, site-wide rules, um, but community moderators are encouraged to create specific role, rules for their communities. Um, it's really important that uh, you know, media organizations are aware of the rules of the community that they are looking to potentially contribute to or participate in. Uh, they can sometimes be very specific. You know, In the Game of Thrones community, they want you to say whether or not the post has spoilers or not, and that needs to be written in a specific format in the post title. These rules can be very specific, and ultimately that is what contributes to the community health and allows them to function. That's why Breddit is going to only have conversations about bread, and someone can't post a thread about US politics in Breddit. It will be removed by the moderator for violation of the rules. They need to go to the politics community for that. 
So uh, there's a lot of content on Reddit, um, and often it can feel like one is drinking out of a fire hose. And as exhilarating as that is, uh, <laughs> we have tools in place to help you find the content that's going to be most relevant to you. Um, so going from left to right, uh, we have the Reddit search tool. Um, we've put a lot of work into making our search tool more robust. Um, it's going to spit out communities, posts, users, depending on what you're looking for. Um, I often tell folks that if you already know pretty precisely what you're looking for, Reddit search is going to be the best way to surface that. Um, but in all likelihood, you may have a general sense of what you're looking for, but you might not know exactly what it is. Um, and this is where our integration with CrowdTangle um, is really going to come to the foreground and do a lot of work for you. So CrowdTangle is plugged into our API, and they're able to receive signals to see what content is trending on Reddit in real time. Um, so this is a screenshot um, of what the CrowdTangle dashboard is going to look like. Uh, the other beauty of CrowdTangle is that we have taken the liberty of already creating a lot of lists for you. Um, the lists are essentially collections of subreddits that are organized around a particular topic. So for example, College Athletics Big Ten. There are going to be a number of different communities relating to that, and this list assembles them all in one place. You're able to see which content is trending within those communities in real time, and you are also able to set notifications so that that you can receive either emails or I would assume preferably Slack notifs um, when content is accelerating past a certain point. And that is a good indicator for you to go look at what the conversation is. And if you are looking to source that content from Reddit, you'll know that it's already passed an, an initial litmus test um, for engagement. Um, it, it's a really great product. Um, it works very well out of the box. It's free like the rest of CrowdTangle, um, but it's always a good one to play around with and fine tune. Um, you know, one of the tips and tricks that I can share for CrowdTangle now is that if you're looking to see you know, when your own news organization's content is appearing on Reddit, you can also use CrowdTangle's save search functionality um, and just type in your own domain, set a notification for it, and you'll start to receive alerts when content of yours is posted on Reddit um, and is starting to trend. And then on the right, we have custom feeds. Um, custom feeds are an exciting product for us. Um, they basically allow you to create your own list within Reddit so you can be in more places at the same time. They're also able to be made public and shared within the organization, so they scale really nicely. Um, so you can see one that I've created here um, is for baseball. Um, there are about two dozen baseball communities that I thought were relevant. And when I look at the baseball custom feed, it's going to pull in posts from all of those at the same time. It allows you to be in more places um, at once. Um, so the way to think of this is CrowdTangle is going to be more of an off-platform browsing tool. You set it up, it runs for you, and then it's going to send you what's most relevant. Custom feeds are going to be a little bit more involved. You're going to want to be on the Reddit platform, obviously, in order to use custom feeds. Um, but I highly encourage everyone to spend more time on the platform because it's going to be the best way to familiarize yourself with you know, the, the uh, flow of conversation on the platform, how these communities interact with each other, uh, so on and so forth. So in addition to CrowdTangle, uh, we have an integration with Tagboard. Um, for those of you uh, who are working on broadcast, um, it's a really great way to pull Reddit content and allow you to leverage that um, in your programming. Uh, we're very excited about that one. It's a, it's a new one for us. Um, and we also have an integration with Taboola, um, which is also fantastic. Um, and if you would like to learn more about that one as well, uh, we will be well, we, we and I will be hanging out um, at the Taboola booth um, at, I believe, 3.30 today for an hour. Uh, and we will also bribe you with some beignets, um, as if I weren't enough. Um, so you found Reddit content. You want to post it. I mean, look at how cute that otter is. So you want to post Otter Boy, and you want to do it in the right way, so therefore you would want to use our embeds. Embeds are going to be important for a few reasons, foremost of which is that it is the best way to provide proper attribution to the user and community from whence the content came, just like you would want to attribute any of your other content sources. So on the left, you'll see a screenshot of what the post looks like in feed, um, and then there's a little drop down. You click on that, embed comes up, and then it's going to generate a beautiful embed that has everything intact and can be easily embedded into your CMS, um, and the right is what the embed will look like. Um, you will see some of the components from the post anatomy that I mentioned before in the embed. R slash awe is the name of the community. Jacobson of Kale is the user. Um, and this post, understandably, um, has 7,900 points because who wouldn't want to upvote that little guy? 
So what's really exciting about Reddit is that the depth and breadth of content um, is really substantial. And because we have so many different communities, um, there really is going to be something that has utility for everyone. Um, and Reddit content can be leveraged uh, for unique and engaging storytelling formats. Um, one of these case studies that we want to share with you is our podcast. It's called Endless Thread. Uh, we produce this in collaboration with WBUR, which is Boston's uh, NPR news station. Um, also, Ben Brock Johnson, one of the hosts of Endless Thread, um, is going to be at the Reddit booth at, should have had my schedule, either 2 or 2.30. Um, so if you'd like to meet him and us and chat more about that, um, that would be a good time. Um, Endless Thread essentially is pulling human interest stories um, from across the wide world of Reddit. Um, it has been very engaging for them. Um, it really showcases the unique content and storytelling formats that exist on Reddit um, and the breadth of the topics themselves. Um, it's now in its third season. Um, I encourage you all to download it um, and give it a listen. Um, and what's also been great about and this thread is that they have uh, developed a presence on the platform, um, which is really a nice way to you know provide a balance to the off-platform partnership, basically taking the Reddit content off and creating the podcast, but then also engaging with our users um, where they are. Um, so you slash endless thread is your username, and they are always on Reddit, um, you know, discovering new content and stories, of course, um, and just participating in conversation. Because at the end of the day, you know, that's why most of our users come to our platform because they want to either learn something new but most of all, you know, engage in dialogue um, with thoughtful folks about things that are interesting and meaningful to them. We also do video. Um, earlier this year, uh, we released uh, a video that we produced in collaboration with Cheddar. Um, it was a video-based AMA uh, with David Nutter, uh, who is this season uh, eight Game of Thrones director. Um, this was, you know, leading up to the much-anticipated um, eighth season. Um, it was very exciting to be able to showcase Redditors and their content um, in a unique format. Um, and it was, uh, you know, much to the surprise and delight of the Redditors themselves, because uh, we basically conducted um, a, you know, regular old text-based AMA on the platform, um, used some of that content to produce an original video, and then put that video back into the community to close the loop. Um, and that content was also distributed um, off the Reddit platform, uh, which is an additional way to, you know, drive benefit um, and, and round everything out. And of course, uh, editorial sourcing um, is going to be really important for us. And uh, that is you know, uh, part of the group that I've assembled for you here today. Um, so for the 2018 midterm elections, um, USA Today prompted our politics community uh, to share why they were or were not voting. Um, so this is going to be an example of slightly more proactive sourcing. Um, USA Today has done a really fantastic job of developing an on-platform presence, which is part of what has enabled them to, you know, take this approach. Um, but, you know, they solicited this prompt, um, they got a number of responses, um, and then they were able to transform that um, into a piece uh, of editorial. Um, so I think that will actually be a nice transition into learning a little bit more uh, about how that came to be. Um, so, well, ask us anything in a minute. I'm going to ask these folks a few questions <laughs> first, um, and then we'll go from there. Um, so. Uh, Alex, um, I'd love to learn more about, well, these folks would love to learn more, I guess I already know it, uh, the origin story for that midterm elections editorial. Um, you know, how did you come up with this idea and, you know, what was the process like for you? Were there any surprises or any other moments? So I, like probably many of you in this room, are, I'm really passionate about what people are saying in the comments and I get really, really deep into replies and um, try to respond to everyone, which, don't try that, is incredibly time-consuming. But on Reddit, um, for this piece, we actually did focus on Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit, and Twitter. And Reddit was the easiest one to filter through all of the noise, mostly because of the upvoting and downvoting functionality of the platform. So the community itself is very well moderated. I don't know if any of you have paid any attention to our politics, but uh, if you post something that is not related to politics, it immediately gets taken down. And um, if there's any sort of nasty commenting happening in the thread, uh, it, it's well policed by the community itself and the moderators. So uh, it's a safe place for us to engage, I would say. And, and that's not to say that 
other places on Reddit aren't safe, but it is one that we engage with regularly. We know our content gets shared there regularly. We pay attention to, um, Gabriel was showing you CrowdTangle, how you can use a safe, safe search for your domain. Uh, I get digests sent to me every morning and every evening to see where our stuff is being shared. And I think weekly, it's about eight to five to eight of our top posts every single week are posted in our politics. So we know that people care about the politics content we're putting out and that they want to talk about it. So why not join them in talking about it? Um, I would say specific to the politics subreddit, you never want to just start spamming your links. I'm sure we'll get into this because people want to know how can I get traffic from Reddit. Um, you'll get it, but it takes time. You have to build a relationship with uh, not the moderators necessarily, but with the people involved in the community. So um, I guess my best advice is to be patient on that front. And um, the example did show that we were using the embed tool, which like Gabriel said, it is the best way to give credit back to uh, where you were getting the content from, uh, but it also allows people to dig deeper. So if they can engage in our CMS, you can click right into that embed, and it will take you to the deeper thread. So if they want to explore more, yes, I'm taking them away from our story page, and maybe we're not getting the scroll depth, but it's a better user experience. Awesome. Um, so Haley uh, was one of our... Uh, I would say, with, in the first class um, of, of Reddit Media Partners uh, when she was at NOLA.com. Um, and they were, you know, regularly engaging um, in a, a number of communities um, and also, you know, as a byproduct of that engagement, um, leveraging the content output um, in their own content creation processes. Um, and, and part of why I want to showcase, you know, this example in particular is that a, a question that I'm asked very frequently is, you know, how much headcount should I be devoting to Reddit? How many resources do I need to devote in order to be successful? Um, and it can often feel, I, I, and understandably, um, as though you're standing at the bottom of a really big mountain. Um, but um, Reddit can actually be um, developed for your newsroom, um, even with a very lean team. Um, and, and Haley and Nola.com um, were really good example of that. Um, so Haley, you know, I, I'd love to hear more about, you know, when you were at NOLA, um, you know, how were you able to drive success um, and really move the needle with a small team? Um, and, and how were you seeing the benefit of that uh, Reddit engagement and, and, and content sourcing play out? Sure. So just for some context, the Times Picayune newsroom was about 60 people, and we had about four people being full-time um, social media producers. And those people were doing a lot of content creation for social media, for native social. So um, as I'm sure a lot of you in small newsrooms know, that when you do have a small team, you really have to be smart about what platforms that you focus on. So um, Reddit for us, when we went into it, we were very interested. We had a team that was all about experimentation, but we weren't sure exactly like what the like what, what are we looking for is this going to work for us um the answer is yes <laughs> it, we saw a lot of really great um outcomes from putting a little bit of focus on reddit and i would break it down to to three main takeaways for us as a small newsroom and developing a reddit strategy the first is just establishing trust with community and developing an audience in a place that is very active but we weren't there there's a lot of subreddits um like the Saints and the Pelicans and New Orleans and Louisiana politics um, that are very active and a lot of conversation was going on in, but our newsroom, I, I look back now and I feel like we ha ha were like handicapped, like in hindsight, because we weren't paying attention to the conversation there. And so we this, it started out with just as an experiment with the social media team, with us, like with four people, and we created a profile and we listened. And that's the best advice I can give you is when you start, just join subs. Don't worry about posting links. Um, we can talk about this Don't more. Do <laughs> Don't spam subreddits, right? Don't like jump in and be crazy with all of your content. Just listen, figure out the tone. What are they talking about? Read the rules for each subreddit because they are different and it can get you kicked out. Um, we were not kicked out for the record. <laughs> but, um, and, but, we, but we quickly found out there's a lot of conversation here and there's a lot of um, value and being a part of this community and if you guys are as passionate about audience development as I am you know you know how exciting that is to find where that next new audience is 
Um, but then more than that, the more we became involved and listened and we started slowly um, being helpful by posting when people would ask a question in the New Orleans subreddit and we, we knew the answer to it. Um, an example I can think of is somebody asked one time, what is going on with this development on Canal Street in, like, in this intersection? It's been going on forever. What's happening? Well, then our social team saw that, asked our reporter, got the answer, gave him the answer, didn't link back to our coverage at all. But we we're just there to be helpful and to, be, to st- like establish a relationship. Um, but we realized that this is a really great new stream for content gathering because um, they were talking about a lot of things that our reporters weren't finding out until later. <laughs> um, it was also really great for if there was a giant AMA about a topic that we knew our community was interested in, we could then use the embeds. You know, We could write something about it and then embed some of the um, comments from Reddit. And I can think of one example right now from... Um, one of our columnists, our city columnist, Chelsea Bray, said, um, saw this really interesting conversation in the New Orleans subreddit about somebody had asked, um, if you're not from New Orleans and you don't have ties here, what actually keeps you here? Because our education system's kind of messed up. We have some infrastructure problems. There's a lot of reasons if you're not, if you're not from here to not live here. Um, and it became this like really interesting conversation. And so what she did is she used our Reddit account to reach out to the person who had posted it, have a conversation, get a really good interview with that person, and turned it to this really great column. And she used some of the embeds, um, some of the good comments from it to do that. So we had columnists using it. We had our state politics reporter was really into it and using it. Um, our sports columnists would go into like the, would hold like AMAs or just going into the comment sections of the Saints subreddit and the Pelicans subreddit and talk to people there. And it really felt like we were growing our audience and, and getting a lot of content from it. So it was well worth it. I will say that we did um, do an actual training session, like a formal training session for our newsroom. There was a lot of people in our newsroom who didn't even really know what Reddit was. And it's, you know, the danger you come across is um, on the social media team. Um, is being like, hey, here's this other thing that you should try, right? Like, I know you're busy writing, and we have this really small newsroom, but we need you to do Instagram and this and this and this. And, oh, by the way, this thing called Reddit. Um, So we did a formal training session for everybody in the newsroom. We went through the anatomy of a Reddit post. We answered. We did a lot of hand-holding. And then we focused on people, on reporters and editors in our newsroom, who we thought could benefit the most from it and worked with them one-on-one. And then as they started seeing results, like getting stories and getting sources um, and even getting, you know, um, more page views to their stories, other people said, oh, like, well, maybe we should, maybe we should do that too. And it caught on in our newsroom and it became a regular part of the conversations. I made sure that I went to the meetings with each section when they did their budget meetings and said, hey, you know what, that could be a really great Reddit AMA. Or, hey, we should talk about this in like this subreddit. Um, and so that, it just became a really nice like content initiative for us. And one more thing, and I promise I'm going to hand it back to Gabriel. Um, we, it's, when Alex was, was talking about um, be patient with the page views, that is very true. Um, I will say that one way that we, that we used Reddit that was really um, helpful is if we did a big investigative series. Something's happening back there. Um, <laughs> if we did a bi- if we did a big series, um, not even an investigative series. If we did a big story that we knew had potential to have interests outside of New Orleans and outside of Louisiana. We worked with Gabriel and, and Anna um, to set up an AMA, either in the main AMA um, sub or just one that we knew that particular audience would be really interested in. So we set up one with one of our environmental reporters in the sub, excuse my language, nature is fucking lit, and it was great. <laughs> it was like a great fit for like that sub. Um, but we also, we also did... AMAs with um, not just our journalists, which when we started, it was just like, oh, let's set up AMAs with our reporters. Where we really found value and it drove traffic back to the stories is when we set up AMAs with the subjects of our stories. So we did this really awesome series called A Fragile State, and it was about the fragile state of the middle health care system in the state of Louisiana. Um, and we did this profile piece um, it's really in-depth piece of this woman in the New Orleans area named Katrina Breeze, and she is advocating very um, openly and hardly for um, a no-gun self-registry. So if you have a mental illness or a lot, and you suffer from depression and you are suicidal, you can go put your name on that list so nobody will sell you a gun for X amount of days. Um, 
And we did the story about it, and we knew, like, this is something that a lot of people have interest in outside of just our own local audience. And so we set up an AMA that focused on her. We had the reporter on it to answer any questions about the reporting process. Um, but it blew up. It did really great. And in that intro, we had linked to, like, you know, this is, like, her story. Um, and when I looked at Google Analytics that day and the day after, there was a Reddit bump, right? There's like a bump in traffic there. But it's not in your face, like read our story, sharing that link everywhere. And so I would say those are the three main things from like a small team. We saw much more engagement with community. We got a lot of content out of it. And we were able to expose our content to a larger audience than we could without it. Yeah. I mean, a, a large part of the beauty of Reddit, um, obviously Reddit has a, a, tr a tremendous audience. Um, so there's no way that, you know, engaging with us will not yield um, you know, a return um, on that investment. Um, but because Reddit is also really, you know, the community that is seen most is determined by the community, um, you know, your engagement um, is going to be authentic and it's really going to be yours to keep. You know, there is, there's no finger being placed on a scale. Um, you are, you know, ingratiating yourself within that community um, and, and that relationship um, is one that, you know, will sustain itself. Um, Reddit also has a remarkable collective memory um, as an organism um, and they will remember, you know, Reddit, Redditors reference things that happened on Reddit a decade ago. Um, so, you know, they, they will hold on to this. Um, you know, another thing to consider also when you're looking to source content from Reddit um, is that, uh, you know, the lifespan um, of a Reddit post is very different than on other platforms. It is significantly longer. Um, I think, I mean, I forget. I think it's like a tweet lasts for like two minutes or that's probably wrong, maybe 30 minutes. It's not, it's, it's much more ephemeral. Um, Reddit posts occasionally will even take hours to gain traction, and then they will sustain high levels of engagement for a number of days um, because people are just having a really in-depth conversation. And it's also symptomatic of how content works its way through the Reddit ecosystem um, because even though all these individual communities you know, are functioning on their own, they are regularly in dialogue with each other. You can cross-post from one community um, to the next. Um, you know, one metaphor that I've used that I think is helpful for people and is also a fun one um, is to think of each community on Reddit um, like a cocktail party. Um, and that cocktail party um, has already been filled with people and they were already hanging out before you arrived. So, you know, to elaborate on what these folks have been saying about, you know, not spamming links all over, that would basically be the equivalent of throwing the doors to the party open and shouting at everyone that you'd arrived. And if someone did that, you would say, who are you? How did you get here? And maybe you should leave. So instead, what you would want to do is you would enter the room, you would listen to what people are talking about, and then when someone was talking about something where you felt you had something to contribute, you would work your way into the conversation that way. That's how you can be a good part of the community. Um, participation on Reddit follows suit. Um, and to elaborate on this metaphor um, when it comes to sourcing, say you had a really great Aperol spritz at that cocktail party, and you wanted to serve that at your own cocktail party. When someone asks you where you came up with a drink, are you going to say, I invented it myself? Or are you going to say, oh, it's actually at this great party, and they were serving it, so I decided I wanted to serve it to you, too. You could do either. I would suggest doing the latter, and that's exactly you know the metaphorical equivalent of what embeds are going to do. It's letting people know where the content came from, um, and obviously you know paying credit to those users. Um, you know, but uh, Haley's example um, actually reminded me also of something that USA Today had worked on uh, with a young gentleman who was very vocal on Reddit. Um, about, uh, it, it was the gentleman whose mother uh, didn't want him to be vaccinated when he turned 18, he went and did that himself. Would you like to talk about how that came to be? Sure, yeah, so this is, um, again, we use CrowdTangle every single day in our newsroom. I think we were the first new, large newsroom to adopt CrowdTangle, so um, we have a great relationship with them, and we have set up so many digests for so many different teams to be able to filter out some of the noise on Reddit and really hone in on what you want to know about. So um, this was an anti-vaxxer. His mother was an anti-vaxxer. And um, he was posting openly about it in an anti-vax subreddit. And uh, the comments were wild. I mean, they, people were really interested. We um, saw it rise to the top. I think it showed up on my front page. And we sent it over to our opinion section. And we have a Voices um, vertical that reaches out to people to tell their stories in first person. So we reached out to him, and he wrote an opinion piece. I mean, it did insane traffic. I don't need to get into the numbers, but um, it was just incredible to see that he was 
anyone in this room could have gotten that same story, but because we're using some of these tools to focus on the topics of discussion that day, we were able to pull it out and uh, reach out to him, verify that he was who he said he was, which is a very difficult thing to do on Reddit. A lot of people use pseudonyms, and um, he actually was using his full name, and his account was brand new, so uh, it was a way to see that he really did just want to tell this story. And... um, yeah, I think the payoff there was browsing. You know, it's like mining for gold. Like you're gonna be digging, digging, digging. Eventually, like you'll sift that pan, and there'll be a piece of gold, and um, it turns into a lot of page views, which I know is a, a big um, pressure point in a lot of our newsrooms. Great. Um, so a lot of people often uh, ask me as well. Um, you know, who should be executing their Reddit strategy? You know, there are audience development teams, there are social teams, there are sometimes platform teams, there are editorial teams, there are uh, reader teams. Um, You know, how were each of you, you know, dividing that labor, um, you know, across your newsrooms and, you know, where were you seeing greatest success? Do you want me to go first? Um, You go more. Okay. So um, in the USA Today newsroom, for some background, we have a national paper, USA Today, and then we have 109 local markets around the country that make up, together we make up the USA Today network. So um, no, I do not run 110 Reddit (laughs) accounts. (laughs) Thankfully, I have, actually she's here, Jennifer Hefty works with the network And um, we're popping up new profiles all the time for some of those local properties that want to get on the platform. So it is a shared effort between USA Today and the network, but then within specifically the USA Today newsroom, um, the audience team focuses on it. I am not online 24 hours a day, surprisingly enough. So when I am on, it is my platform. I love it. It is my child. I think at times, it's a lot of work, and I probably should hand it off, but I, it's near and dear to my heart. So I'm working on it for about eight to 10 hours a day, and then I hand off to um, a couple producers in the evening to carry that through, and then same thing on the weekends. We have two producers. Uh, we are constantly training journalists to use the, the tool as well. So same thing with Save Search. You can actually um, save bylines on uh, CrowdTangle. So one of our tech reporters, his name is Jefferson Graham, I noticed that his stuff was getting shared a lot. So he created a profile and he started paying attention to a specific community, um, our cord cutters, and got a ton of story ideas and started engaging with them regularly. And now he's a trusted source. So they'll say, there'll be a conversation happening about it's the best new streaming device. Yeah, best new streaming device out there. I want to cut the cord. And they will tag Jefferson Graham, and he'll go in there and start engaging directly with them. So that's part of that, like, slowly building up that relationship and getting to know them. So um, to answer your question, I would say it's the audience team in our newsroom for sure. And then we have done a lot of hand-holding to get reporters trained up on the platform so that they are comfortable sourcing content on their own. It's hard to maintain it and source the content. So... um, Video editors as well are um, paying attention to a few subreddits. Um, for example, we have a humankind brand. I don't know if you've seen any of their videos, but it, they're fabulous. They're feel-good human interest stories. And one of the subreddits that um, I've flagged content to them from is humans being bros. It is one of my favorite subreddits, and um, it aligns perfectly with what they're trying to do. Likewise, there's an animal kind subreddit, so you've seen... Our awe, which is um, good for that video brand, but um, there's also animals being bros and tons of animal subreddits. So uh, I think speaking about the platform a lot in the newsroom is going to make people be more interested in it. And um, also calling out big wins. We have, um, I send out a social note every Monday that's big wins from the week before. And then our editor also sends out um, a note on Fridays, and I make sure if there's an AMA that really took off to uh, highlight that in her note, and we're kind of coming at everyone from both angles, Monday mornings, Friday evenings. Hopefully they're getting the message that this is an important platform for our newsroom, and uh, it's a tool that we can all benefit from. And I would say for a smaller newsroom, it's, it's a smaller version of that. Um, 
um, our social media team, we're kind of the owners of it, and I think it's really important to assign it to at least one person mm -hmm. who is always going to like have it on their to-do list and thinking about it and making sure that the message about Reddit or you know poking people about hey like that story you're working on make a great AMA or would be great for the sub. So I think it's important to have one owner. Um, for us, that owner was me on the social team, um, and then. It's everybody, right? Everybody in our newsroom is responsible for Reddit. I mean, we in our newsroom, we had the mentality that every, everybody's job is social media, right? And so we rolled that, that up with it. But um, just to echo what Alex said, I think it's really important to just talk about it in your newsroom a lot. The more you talk about it, the more examples that you can show. Um, the number one thing we did was, again, sit in on section meetings and bring up when there was like a good... Reddit opportunity, um, and eventually they just started doing that on their own, right? Because it just became part of the process. And, and another thing is that, you know, underscoring all of this is really that education is going to be critical, and obviously, mm -hmm. you know, on the media partnerships team, we understand that. Um, you know, we are actually now performing quarterly uh, webinars on that you all can join. Um, you just have to sign up for our newsletter and you'll get the invite. You can stop by the booth and do that. Uh, and those webinars um, are generally going to be based on a theme. Um, and one of the reasons we decided to do that um, was that, you know, we, we have a data point um, that I didn't put into this deck was uh, basically that 80% of Redditors who come back a second time do so for a specific community. It's because they found a community that really resonated with them, mm -hmm. um, which requires not a lot of digging, but more than just skimming the surface. So we have, you know, a bunch of subreddits can be very broad. They can be very specific. You know, bread staple to trees is an example of an extremely specific subreddit, like extremely <laughs> specific subreddit. I would argue that Reddit is also pretty specific. But we have really broad subreddits like r slash funny. Obviously, we all enjoy things that are funny, but we probably have very different standards of what we personally consider funny. So r slash funny isn't really going to be the type of community that's going to make you go, oh my god, wow, this really speaks to me. I'm going to keep coming back. Um, so part of what we are encouraging folks to do is, A, you know, find that community that really speaks to them. For me, discovering r slash succulents was a total game changer. Um, it's one of the kindest places you could ever imagine. Um, it, it's, it's a really wonderful community. It's also a really good case study in how a community is able to grow itself through strong moderation and you know, relevant and thoughtful rules. Um, but um, you know, that is why we are organizing these webinars thematically, because specifically when we're speaking to folks that are working within newsrooms, um, you know, having a peg or a beat um, is really what allows you all to do your jobs well. Um, and therefore, we want to you know, speak to that while simultaneously providing uh, reducation, um, as we would call it. Wow. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I have a couple more questions for you, and then I want to open it up to, to everyone else. Um, so, uh, you know, what is something that you had wished you had known um, when you started out on Reddit? Um, because both of you are now, you know, well down the path, um, but I'm sure that a lot of the folks in this audience, uh, you know, are just looking to start out. Um, so basically, I'm not going to say how can they learn from your mistakes, but because um, <laughs> you've never made any. But uh, what, do, what do you wish that you could do differently? You know, what, do you, what, what wisdom do you think you could impart that would be beneficial to them as they look to start using Reddit as both a platform to speak with new audiences and also a content from which to you know, glean content to create themselves? I have a good example. Okay, go for it. Gabriel told me many times not to message moderators directly and I didn't listen. And I shared a post in our news, which is a huge, huge, huge subreddit. And I noticed our stuff was doing well in there. So I thought, why the heck not? Can I, I can just you know, post a link. This is very early days. Again, remember, do not post links in subreddits. You, you are looked to as spam, and it's self-promotion, and it's just bad. So I did it. And they removed my post, and then they sent me a a bot DM that was explaining why my post was removed, what I did wrong, how the community operates, and then I decided that I was going to continue to engage in this conversation, and before you know it, we were banned from the community. <laughs> and it's a big community. So what happens now is our stuff can get shared there, but we cannot engage with it at all. And uh, it's disappointing, but uh, I definitely learned a lot from it, and I will now listen to everything Gabriel tells me because he was right. But it's just a good example of 
the Reddit partnerships team knows more about the platform than any of us ever will, and I'm, he didn't pay me to say this, but I, I do think it's important that you listen to the rules. They know how these moderators operate. You might think, I'm a really nice person. I used an exclamation point and a smiley face, and I thought it was going to be fine, but it, Reddit is a difficult place to deal with volunteer moderators sometimes, so just use the lean on the Reddit partnerships team as much as possible. And related to that, I would say, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but subs do have different rules. Mm -hmm. Read the rules. Take the time to find, if they have them posted, to read them and follow them. We haven't been banned from a sub, um, but we have had posts taken down before or people just comment on it, um, which is never never great. Um, So just read the rules. They do take them seriously. Um, and it's just respectful to do that before you jump into a community. Um, something that made my life easier once once Gabriel showed me, and it was just like the clouds had parted, and it was really nice, is the links that you can see all of your content. The domain checker. The domain checker, yeah. yeah. So instead of wondering, like, where is all my content being shared on Reddit, um, you can... What is, is that the name of it, the domain checker? That's what I call it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it has an official name. Um, if you go to reddit.com forward slash domain forward slash... Nola.com. You know, Nola.com. Um, it's going to pull all of the links that that domain currently has in circulation on Reddit. Um, so it's a good way to get the lay of the land and understand where your content is organically appearing and what the conversations around that content are looking like. And so, and that was really nice. Uh, There's like two reasons that was nice. One is that I didn't feel like I was just trying to check every sub to see like mm-hmm. if they had shared a piece of our content. And it was really nice to see like where our content was actively being shared. So if I saw like one sub, like the Saints sub was sharing all of our sports coverage was a pretty obvious example during Saint season, but that's an example of like, okay, well, we need to be more active in that subreddit. Um, and then the other thing is like, if we saw, there were times when we, I would go check the, the domain checker, I'm going to call it that now to you, um, and I would see that one piece of content had been shared in like eight different subs, and then I was like, oh, so we should do more with this then, right? This is being shared around on a lot of different subs in Reddit, and it was a cue to like take the next step with it. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good point to, to, to flag that, you know, we have uh, ten, tens of thousands um, of moderators. Um, they are critical to Reddit's success. Um, they are what allow our communities to thrive. Um, but it's important to know that they are volunteers. Um, they are complex, nuanced human beings, just like you and me. Um, and they generally have other jobs um, because they are volunteers. Um, I have a job, which is to help all of you. <laughs> um, so I encourage you to you know, leverage me as a resource that is available to you. Um, I really do have bandwidth for all of you. Um, so please, um, you know, if you have a question, if you are uncertain, I, I would rather have folks look before they leap, or in this case, looking equates to you know, talking to me or someone on the team. Um, media at reddit.com goes straight to me. Um, and, and I can assure you that you know, it, it, it is really my pleasure uh, to help you, you know, navigate this platform and drive benefit from it. Um, it's obviously something that I'm very passionate about, um, and I'm very passionate about the value that it really has for all of your newsrooms. Um, and I would really love to be your Sherpa uh, rather than have you, um, you know, go Band it alone. from a community. Um, <laughs> so my last question for them was going to be, who is your favorite person to work with on Reddit and why is it me? I answered that. But uh, I think that that has already been answered. <laughs> um, uh, so... Um, you know, for the rest of this, we have about 15 minutes left. Um, I, I would love to, great, let's take some questions. I'm going to stand back up at the lectern so I can see everyone's hands. Um, and if that question is for me or any of us, you know, we'll take it from there. So, yes. Um, Gabriel, I wanted to ask, how do you sign up or get information about the quarterly webinars? So, uh, the best way to do that is going to be to sign up for our media partnerships list. And the best way for you to do that is going to be to stop by the Reddit booth. I will give you some swag, and I will get you all signed up. Um, as you may imagine, we are extremely sensitive to spam. I will send you no more than five emails per year. So we will not flood your inbox. Yes.
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to say without a specific example. I think that it's important to be mindful of your surroundings um, and really listen to what folks are talking about. Um, and again, frankly, if you do have a question, um, I would suggest talking to me. Um, another thing that's really important is going to be to create a Reddit profile and do an AMA. That is generally the first step that I suggest for everyone who's starting off, because that's going to allow you to accumulate some karma. Karma is a score on Reddit that is basically an aggregate of net upvotes across posts and comments. That sends a signal to Redditors that you are there and that you've contributed. If you have a brand new profile that has zero karma on it and no engagement history, and all of a sudden you pop up, that's going to feel very disruptive. It's almost going to be like you sneaking up behind someone. Um, so you, you want to make sure that you're kind of, you know, it's like you would put a, a bell on your cat so that you know they're kind of, it's going to be the same thing. You know, we'll, we'll put that bell on you. Um, Another thing that you mentioned um, regard, with regards to anonymity, particularly around sourcing, um, operating under a pseudonym is a fundamental part of Reddit. Um, and it's really important that when you are reaching out to individual users, first of all, I mean, again, I'm, I'm here to help. But um, when you're reaching out to individual users, you really want to be careful that you are not asking them to unintentionally dox themselves um, and reveal who they are. Um, if they want to do that, they certainly can. Um, but you really want to be careful to be respectful of that. Um, and, you know, uh, with regard to disrupting the flow of the community, you know, we have some communities that we would call support communities. For for example, r slash schizophrenia, um, that's really a support community. I, I do not think that that is really going to be the best place um, for news organizations to all of a sudden you know, start contributing. Um, but I think the best way to avoid making any missteps, again, is just going to be to slow down a little bit and take a minute and look at what folks are talking about. And then I think read the rules, and that will generally be a good indicator of, of what you should do next. Yes? Um, you mentioned about the ROI, that there is going to be an ROI, and it seems like it's a, it's a trickier of, of the social media to, to get up and get familiar with. Um, I wonder if on a macro level you have like some examples of the ROI that you've measured on the efforts you've put into the community on what you got out of it, and how does that compare with the other uh, social media uh, platforms out there? Okay, so uh, I have actually a pretty recent example. One of our reporters, he's a weather reporter, he, um, I kind of forced him to do an AMA before hurricane season started, um, once we got the forecast, and he really enjoyed it, and he wanted to do it again, and he kept telling me he wanted to do it again. And um, with Hurricane Dorian, uh, we knew that it was going to be a longer-term hurricane, and on Friday two weeks ago, he hosted an AMA, and the first, the first one he did about the forecast back in the day did okay, but the second one like absolutely crushed it. And he was getting story ideas, he was getting sources, he was able to really shine on the platform. And every time a reporter, you know, you have to like tug some strings to get them to do AMA sometimes, but every time a reporter finishes, I'm not exaggerating, every single time they ask to do it again. That was fun, let's do it again, when can we do it again? So, uh, I, as Gabriel said, I think at USA Today we've now done nearly 100 AMAs, um, really trying to highlight our experts, um, build their personal brands. When you do the AMA under your username, the USA Today username in our case, you are still able to write a bio, you do have to have a proof photo, you are still saying this is the actual human being behind this USA Today username. So, um, his name's Doyle Rice, he's a fantastic reporter, and um, it's, it's nice to see that the community is embracing him in such a specific subreddit. Like, um, I believe it was in like uh, Tropical Weather was where he mm. did the first AMA. That's a good one. Yeah, and so now he is able, after doing this AMA, they've embraced him. They, basically, he walked into the cocktail party, they gave him a hug, and now he's welcome to start engaging in the community. I'll, I'll continue to use your analogy. <laughs> Another thing to consider, uh, and I'll make it quick because I know there are a lot of other questions. Um, you know, you really want to consider, not all clicks are created equal. Yes. You know, you really want to think about who is the person on the other end making that click and how do they contribute to your broader, broader audience development strategy. Um, you know, do you want, uh, I'm sorry, I speak in so many metaphors, but I think it helps people. You know, if you eat a bunch of sugar, you're going to get really hyper and then 
you're going to crash. Um, you know, and if you eat healthy food, it's going to sustain you in the longer term. Um, Reddit has tremendous, tremendous depth of engagement. Our audience is extremely high quality. Um, and those, I think, are ultimately going to be the types of folks that you want to be converting into readers, because that's going to deliver a long-term ROI for you, um, as opposed to you know, getting a quick win here and there. Um, that's going to be much harder to replicate over the longer I term. I think it's, it's also important when we're talking about trust building, like in your newsroom, we had a lot of discussions around how do we um, find new audiences but also earn their trust. And just as like a quick example, when we first started engaging in the New Orleans subreddit, um, the New Orleans subreddit was very like not friendly towards our publication for whatever reason. There was just a lot of like anti like NOLA.com. They even like when they would share things before we started our Reddit strategy, when they would share things from us, they would put NOLA.com warning in the title, which was like not great, right? Because it's like, oh great, like you can read this, but no, you're gonna go to NOLA.com if you see it. And we're like, oh God. Um, so as we like started engaging in that community and started being helpful and answering questions and providing our sources for like AMAs and those sorts of things, all of a sudden that NOLA.com warning disappeared and we had a celebration <laughs> on our social team. Um, and there were, there were less negative comments and the whole tone around our organization, our news organization changed in that subreddit and that was so powerful and so awesome to see. And I know that like a lot of you know, so the Times Picayune was sold and our staff was laid off. Um, and when that happened, one of the first things I did was go check the New Orleans subreddit to see what they were saying. And there was a lot of like, oh man, like we're actually like, you know, like we're gonna like we're gonna miss these people and our, and like our like uh, you know Nola News, are you still gonna be active here and those sorts of things. Um, so I think it just goes to show you like what a big impact that can make with your audience in terms of relationship building. And once you convert these folks, they're gonna do your marketing for you. I've seen threads yeah. where people are users are encouraging other users to subscribe to the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. um, that's very powerful. Yes. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, want to put out there that being a moderator is uh, a lot of administrative work, um, much more than may meet the eye. And a lot of folks, I think, think that they need to be moderators in order to really be driving conversations within a community. But that is actually not the case. Um, moderators are self-selecting. Um, you know, generally, uh, when someone starts a new community, they are the de facto moderator. Uh, growing a subreddit is very challenging. Um, and I, I'm not going to speak about how to do that here, because it's a very long conversation. Um, but generally, you know, they will just solicit other volunteers. Um, oftentimes, moderators will also ask other heavily engaged users within a community uh, to become a moderator. Um, but uh, it, it, it's a lot of work. Um, and, and I think that, uh, you know, again, depending on what your goals are, and again, come by the booth and we can talk about it more, um, there may be other ways for you to engage on Reddit that will be uh, better for, you know, delivering what you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> Which is maybe not the most courageous strategy, but it's working so far. Um, so, um, so I'm wondering if you would encourage, I mean, is there, is there a way that you can say, hi, I'm a reporter, or should I just continue my, you know, somewhat crazy version status? Um, I mean, it feels a little disingenuous to be benefiting so much from Reddit and not to, yeah. you know, say thank you yeah. or acknowledge, or, you know, but yeah. Well, that's extremely altruistic of you. Um, uh, I think the first step for an on-platform engagement is going to be, well, again, the first step, talk to me. Hi. Um, second, uh, create a profile, and we'll get you set up with an AMA. Um, an AMA is the best way for you to introduce yourself to the audience in a way that is not disruptive. Um, again, to once again employ my overused cocktail party metaphor, that is basically me saying, like, hey, this is our friend, she wants to talk to you about something that I know you're gonna find interesting rather than you having to do that yourself. Once you do that, you're over the initial hump and the rest of engagement, uh, I think the path will reveal itself to you. Um, and the fact that you are spending so much time on Reddit, I think is really gonna set you up for success because you already will likely have a more intuitive understanding of how to best participate. Can I add to that? Yeah, please. Um, Mike Snyder is a tech reporter for us at USA Today. And before my time, he also covered uh, beverages. And he still does dabble in that a little bit. So he writes about beer a lot. And the beer community was sharing his stories all the time. And um, I flagged it to him. And I, I told him, you know, why don't you just go into the comments? You know, just get into the thread. And if there's something that they're talking about and you have an answer to it, just start 
adding your two cents and uh, it worked and again a community that he's now welcome in and has done an AMA and so I would say AMA and comment moderation or comment engagement just jumping in there don't be afraid you, you have to just go ahead and do it they're not gonna downvote you to disappear <laughs> Yes, I, um, I have given that recommendation. Um, it, it'll become really apparent, especially if you're commenting on a story that has your byline on it. If it's been shared and then there are comments about what you're writing about, you wanna be transparent in the sense that you're the reporter who wrote that. Thanks for the feedback. I'm actually the reporter who wrote this story. You don't have to say, hi there, it's Alex Patachik, the reporter. Yeah, you, have a conversation, use your, use your personality. Yes, in the back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to want to have a profile because if you're if you're if you're if you are asking a user whether or not you can use their original content, the way that you're going to message them is going to be through the platform. Um, but I would love to learn more about your line of work and maybe have a more in-depth conversation about this separately. And just to follow up with that, so our social team, we would get um, photos and videos from Reddit a lot and to share on our other platforms. Um, and so we would do what he said, use our account, and we would DM them um, and just be like, hey, this is great. And we would also ask them, do you want credit for this? Or because like some of them did not want credit. They did not want their name on it. Or sometimes they would let us use just like their Reddit um, username for it. A lot of times what's being posted by someone on Reddit is not their original content, That's though. True. So be very careful about yeah. that. Yes. yes. I would say just be human. I mean, if there's a story that you're interested in and you want to connect with someone, I mean, you're, we're all people too. You know, we're journalists, yes, but we're people. And um, I, I think that's my best advice. Like, just if it feels right, if you feel like it could lead to something, go ahead and engage. Again, you're, especially through DMs, you're, except with moderators, you're not going to get um, a lot of flack. People are really nice through DMs. Publicly, you might get downvoted depending on what's being said. I also, so at the Times Pick, I was the parenting columnist, and I'm like part of a lot of parenting subreddits. Um, some of them like serious, some of them like hold my juice box where you watch kids do ridiculous things. But um, um, I would find stuff there for columns. So I wasn't a reporter, I wasn't reporting on it, but people would bring up really interesting ideas or questions um, that we would talk through, you know, and I would DM, like she said, DM somebody and like talk to them more about it and write columns from it. So it's like after spending time in a separate. Yeah. 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 It's also to answer the previous question, you ask for content the same way you ask on other platforms. I know that sounds scary maybe, and maybe you're not gonna publicly reply, but um, you can DM just like you can DM on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and other platforms. Uh, yes, one more, and then just a note, if you have more questions, I'm gonna hang around here so you can just come ask me, not in front of everyone else, but um, yes. Yes, uh, you should fill out a DMCA form uh, for copyright infringement. Um, and if you follow up with me separately, um, I can send you that form. Yeah, I'm meeting with one of your colleagues next week, actually. <laughs> and um, 
there an upper limit on like being, I don't know, to be excessive, like with the, um, the types of stories that mm -hmm. should it be super important? Could we engage, um, have AMAs for like, there's no limit to the AMAs that you can do. Um, and ultimately, the process for having an AMA approved is you send me the idea, I bring it to the moderators, and they say yes or no. Um, we can't force the moderators to do an AMA that they don't want to do. So um, yeah, you can trust that they'll be into it. Um, yeah, th there's really no limit. Um, and I will always provide candid feedback on the AMA pitch. Because um, if it's not right, um, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> Just one more. Cool. So one I th more. Oh, Just yes, one more. more. <laughs> you. Yes. Yeah, very broad question. Uh, obviously, the, the subreddits and the reddits have very different demographics from one to one. Yeah. As you move from them. But what's the overall, do you have overall data on the demographics? Yes. Uh, so we're currently operating at uh, 330 million unique users per month. Um, the majority of that audience is going to be under the age of 35, um, and it's about 60% male. Um, it's going to vary a bit by uh, device. Um, desktop users demographically are a bit different uh, than mobile users. Um, and similarly, uh, when you slice things up on a DAU basis versus an MAU basis, daily active users versus monthly active users, it's going to look different. Um, the folks that are hardcore Redditors um, that are on the site every day for hours a day um, you know, are going to look different than the folks that maybe come to us once or twice per month, oftentimes because you know, our, our search authority is quite enviable and a lot of people will type in a question into Google and then Reddit will be the top answer and then that's how they'll come to us. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard to take broad strokes with, with an audience that's as large as ours, um, but that's generally what it looks like. Um, you know, young, more female than you would have imagined, um, and uh, yeah, well-educated. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for coming. We'll be at the booth. Come okay. get uh, okay. swag from our booth. Yeah.